Welcome to the Garden of Wellbeing podcast. We aim to plant the seeds of hope, nurturing you into growing and flourishing, which enables you to be the best version of yourself. Each of the episodes looks at an aspect of health and well-being from a scientific perspective, while using real-life situations and examples of how our host manages to continually develop a positive mindset. In this episode, Mickey talks about life and how life can pass us by. Mickey uses examples of this in the podcast with getting distracted and demonstrating how easy it is to get sidetracked. The bottom line is, we never know when life is going to end, and Mickey talks about this with the news of a friend who passed away recently. Let's hand you over to Mickey to deliver the waffle. Hi there, and welcome to the Gardener Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Mickey James. Today's episode I'm going to entitle Life Goes By to get it structured. That's another story in itself. So what do we mean by this? Well, have you ever heard this phrase, you don't know what you've lost until it's gone? Okay, so sometimes we don't appreciate things until it's taken away from us. 2006, I lost everything in my world. 2012, six years on, I lost everything that I had accumulated back in my world. And 2021, I am rebuilding my life after losing everything that was taken away from me in this world. I've learned so much about the journey of sitting with self along the way, and I have realized that my life is not about material possessions. I have learned a set of values along the way that I take along with me today. And one of those is this. I can't change anything from my past, but I sure as hell I'm not going to miss a moment going forwards. I thought this was a revelation until I started about five minutes ago recording these episodes and realized that I had this kind of attitude many years ago. When I was talking to a neighbor of mine who was very hoity-toity, I was out cutting a hedge. I'm going to tell you this story. Cutting a hedge around my place. And she told me, she pulled up the one day, she's in her big Range Rover, and she says, oh, you must be so fortunate to rent a property in this place. I said, love, I said, I don't rent this place, I own it. Oh, and how do you have such means to own a property like this? I said, well, there's one thing that we could all guarantee in life. We eat, we sleep, we shit, we die. Your pan may be gold-plated, my pan ceramic. And guess what? I am your neighbour. And that is all that matters. Well, she didn't realise that I had very no little income coming in and it was a family hand-me-down. We won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. Anyway, I had that attitude a long time ago. And the reason why I'm kind of touching on this today is I got the news this morning that a friend of mine passed away after a short Ill battle with cancer. And... The initial thing was the horse shock horror. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. You know, that whole disbelief, you know. Um, I'd never met this person. Never met them personally, but I had met them on online, on Zoom and things like that. And we developed a, a love-hate relationship. I love to hate her and I love to love her. And uh, it was just the way it went. But what actually I learned over the last few months was I developed a, re a resentment towards this woman. 
over the way she used pronouns against me and called me he and everything else like that. And uh, I avoided this particular Zoom meeting for a while. And I went back on there and I went, who gives a shite? Who gives a shite? I'm going to use that word a lot in this episode. If you're offended by the word shite, I couldn't give a, a shite. There you go. And I actually learned to part ways with the resentment and understand the person. But this is somebody who I would say was completing their bucket list before they were going because they were doing, she was doing things in her life that she had only ever dreamed of. And looking at her social media platform, post profile picture, this is a woman who is doing parasending or got a parachute attached to her. And, you know, um, I'm going to read out the WhatsApp message. Here we go. We're probably going to get WhatsApp bleeping now. And that is okay too, as we open up WhatsApp on the computer. Yes, we are using that wonderful uh, Facebook thing. Ah, uh, we don't. Um, so we go down the, the thing there, and here's the last message. Um, get your arse back here. Missing you. Okay? That was my resp- That was my plea to her. Hi, Mickey. I won't be back for a while. I'm in hospital with pneumonia, and they are looking at more problems tomorrow. See you soon. See, try soon. Um, I think at that time she kind of knew that she was going and she wouldn't be back out. And it begs the question, do you actually know when your time is up? Nobody's ever come back to answer that. And um, I kind of know that this is the where I'm supposed to be right now. But it, it also poses another question. What is it all for? Why do we always get kind of stressed out? One funny story I'm going to tell you now. I'm sat in work the other day with my wonderful manager. I'm going to refer to them as a manager, okay? Because they are a person of authority. And we're chatting away there generally, and I'm trying to bury your resentment. Actually, we'd love to bury a hatchet inside of their head. I had to pause on that one. No, I don't really. Um, trying to bury this resentment. And I'm picking up, this person is sat by the side of me and he's like, um, can you, you know, just tone of their voice is very abrupt to the point and very demanding. And I'm there going, I just want to turn around and say, hey, pal, I didn't give a shite. <laughs> I told you I was going to use that word. Anyway, sat there and we're chatting away afterwards one-on-one and I turned around and goes you're extremely stressed out aren't you and your man looks at me and goes what do you want about I says you're extremely stressed out and he goes well actually I am I goes yeah I can pick up on the energy <laughs> bless you I don't wish that on anybody okay so one of the things that I try to do in life is Try to meet people wherever they are. If they're head up in the clouds, I will take a plane and meet you with a head up in the clouds. If they're down on the ground, face down in the gutter, I will bend down, kneel down, and I will sit with you as long as you can. 
I will roll you over and let you see the stars. You know, and um, that is just the way I am. I will devote my time to wherever another person is, which is why I'm kind of doing the job that I am doing. And on a, that note, I am talking to one of the guys I'm supporting the other day who asked me, what's the plan of attack for today? And I just looked so blank and went, there is no plan. There is no attack. What will be, will be. And basically, in a manner and a tone of a voice where, you guessed it, I don't give a shite. Because what I've come to realise is what happens in life, what I think, what you think, and what actually happens, they're worlds apart. I could start to plan things. I could sit, be sat down here now going, when I get home from work tonight, I've got to do this. On my drive to work today, I have to do this. If I get to work today, will I have... I, I am sat here right now watching a lorry coming up the road and a white jeep towing a trailer and thinking, what is that guy towing the trailer on? Oh, there's a lorry with ice creams on board. Should we go and mug him? No. The other man's towing some pipes. There you go. So the curiosity sparks within our minds. And then we start to build a picture and then we start to try and project the outcome. Silver car coming up the road and black Jeep. What kind of black Jeep is that? Is it a Ford or is it a Hyundai? I haven't a clue. It's a Kia. There you go. Just to let you know, as I'm looking out at the road, I'm seeing some birds flying past. Why have I gone off on a tangent? Because this is where I am right now. This is the moment that I'm in. I was also sat here looking the other day and something caught my eye. I hadn't seen it before. It's a road sign. It's a road sign that's pointing straight on to the next town. And it's pointing at the end of... I'm going, why do they put a road sign? What's the purpose of putting a road sign there? Right? People come around the corner and they start indicating right. And they go to pull into the square where I live. And then they realise that the road goes round to the left and then it bears round to the right. Or running off a sat-navs, read the road, follow the road ahead at all times, unless direction signs or markings indicate otherwise. Yes, that is the driving instructor in me. What does that have to do with what I'm talking about? I haven't a clue because that's where my head just took me to. And I said that because that is where my head just took me to. I was talking about lorries coming up the road and has he got a, any gravel in there? No, he's got a load of dirt in there. Ah, we'll just do an episode of I Spy With My Little Eyes, Sonic, beginning with V. Yes, my two fingers going up, making derogatory comments at a car driver going past. I was going to say the van driver. <laughs> anyway, so we can get sidetracked with elements within our lives. And it is having that control of bringing it back to the moment. People have often said, I can't keep it in the moment. I find it very, very difficult to keep it in the moment. Um, that is because we're living upstairs in our head and the brain is a whole thing of stored memories, of stored information, stored 
images and things like that, signals that we attribute and associate with situations that happen in life. So for the first part of this, when you can't keep it in the moment, it is we're going into the past because we're going back into stored memories. And what actually happens then is we start to assume and build up a picture based on what happened in our past. So what happened to me yesterday is not the same as what happened to me 10 years ago because the outcomes are totally different. I'll give you an example on this. I had a thought and a feeling and a sense of associated things happening to me that went back to 2012. 2012 is where my world fell apart. I was at the back end of my drinking. I was facing into a court fine, court case at this stage, and a big court fine, and I was facing into homelessness. A lot of uncertainty, and a lot of uncertainty unfolded. I was buying a loaf of bread, some cheesy triangles, a bit of tomato and a bottle of mayonnaise. That was my sandwiches. I was riding a bike everywhere. I was a lot fitter than what I am now. And yet I had this feeling of uncertainty going through my head and my feelings and my bones and everything else like that. Why did I say head first? I don't know, because that's kind of the way we automatically assume our thinking so I'm sat there the other day and I get this same feeling come back, this uncertainty. I'm eating spreadable cheesy triangles with tomato on a piece of bread with some mayonnaise. Love it. Bought some soft cheese there with garlic and herb. Not very good when you go into sleep at night. We won't go into that. And I have this uncertainty feeling with uncertainty. So I started to unravel it. Okay, I started looking deeper. Automatically, we start assuming, oh my God, I am, I got this problem going on. I got that problem going on. And I start to build a picture and I start to create a situation. I'm like, okay, let's just see where this goes. Right, let's be nosy and see where this goes. So I started to let this unfold and I realized that um, I need to get back on my feet. So I need to tighten the belt a bit more because I'm fat and I need to start to save money, which I've never been able to do in my life because I always go around to buy to, to the shop to buy breakfast rolls and make me fat. And uh, the cheesy triangles, I kind of enjoy them. It's cheap. I go into one told supermarket and I buy me bread and I buy me not really digestible mayonnaise, but that's another story. And I'm not going to do the science behind that one. And my uh, rather cheesy, cheesy triangles and my imported genetically modified tomatoes. And that's my meal because I am now looking to lose weight and I am now looking to pull in the belt with the purse strings and I'm now looking to get back on my feet. However, this time I am not paying a court fine. However, I don't have the threat of eviction looming over me. However, I don't have to be riding all winds and weathers on a bike. 
I wouldn't mind, actually. That was fun. Well, actually, it wasn't. Um, my car is taxed, disinsured, is tested. I don't have to go to court over it. I have a full driving license. I had a full driving license when I was taken to court for no driving license. It was just a UK license and I couldn't find it. So I just, that's the easier option. I'm back in work and I had the opportunity to save. And I am looking to save up to start my own business. So I need to start pulling the purse strings. And I need to start working a little harder and being a little more thrifty with money. And that is where the associations go with me right now. So what I started doing there was I started whittling out and teasing out the, um, the finer elements of it, of what was going on within my life. And I realised that it wasn't the same situation. The whole thing with me being put down was more of a miscommunication and I absolutely hate those words. I really, really hate those words. Um, yes, I have had situations in the past that have done me real, real harm. And thank you very much. What's that for pinging? I have to know. Shut that down. I... I've had these things... Oh, stop. I've had these things in the past that have put me down. And what I realise now is, yes, they were all very similar experiences, but where I am right now is totally different to where I was. What does that have to do with the title of this episode? I need to keep bringing myself back to it. Because life goes by. And this is the choices that we make, right? We can start to get lost in our own mindsets and our own train of thoughts and our own superiority. Or we can choose to liberate ourselves and become present in a moment. And it's a very, very pleasurable experience. So I probably mentioned this earlier in the episode. A lot of people have turned around and said, yeah, but I can't do that. I find that impossible. It's no, I can't keep this. Can't keep it in the moment. I'm always thinking down the line. So I given you some examples there earlier of me watching traffic going by and how I get distracted and how I get drawn into that moment in time. And like the fact that this silver Renault is coming up around the corner. And passing by. Every stage that that vehicle is driving is a different moment in time. There's no point telling you that because you can't see it. And this whole thing of where people say is like, oh my God, I pay to go to mindfulness. I pay to do this. I pay to do that. And like, why the hell, pet would pay me? Come on, pay me. If you want to do it, if you've got money to throw away, pay me. I'll willingly do meditations with you. This is where I am at this moment in time. And there is only one way to get back here when the head starts going back. Where am I right now? I am sat in my living room. Talking about being in the moment and life goes by and looking at cars passing by my window. My arse has 
huge as it is, is firmly planted in my chair. The poor weight of the chair has to support my very, very heavy frame. My feet are on the ground. Why am I putting myself down like this? Because it's true. This is where I am. This is me right now at this moment in time. Am I happy with it? No. Do I have any opportunity to change it? Yes. It won't be today and it won't be in this moment, but I can change things going forward. So my feet are planted on the floor and my dog is led by the side of me on the bed and is not tapping around. As per, she spent three and a half hours this morning barking away. So that is where I am at this moment in time. I have a pen in my hand and I'm constantly playing with my pen. So if you can hear something, click in. I don't make advance apologies. I really don't make advance apologies. And I'm looking at my phone and I'm looking at birds flying by and everything else like that. So all you need to do to bring yourself into the moment is be aware of where you are right now. Be spatially aware. We can kind of lose ourselves. We can kind of lose our own awareness of our own bodies, of where we are, what we are and how we are. And, um, you know, going off on another tangent, you turn around and you say to somebody, how are you feeling? Fine. Okay, so you're fucked up, insecure, neurotic and emotional. That's what fine means. Now tell me genuinely how you're feeling. Oh, I'm grand. Ain't got an acronym for that one yet. But they are two words that we use generically to describe how we feel. And like this situation now, coming back to my friend that recently passed away, you know, I look back on all the times that we had, the time that I turned around and said to her in a message, get your arse back into a meeting because you're missed. And she was in hospital at the time. And, you know, I don't look back in sadness and saying, well, I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have said that. I said everything I needed needed to say. However, that woman had an argument with her daughter and only made it up a couple of weeks before she died. Now, you imagine, we're going to get you going forwards now. See, Mickey's telling you to stay in a moment, but we're going to imagine now going forward because we can do this. There is no limitations within our worlds and the way we use our heads. It's just the way we live in this moment. So imagine now this woman passes away. She's unresolved grief with her daughter. How does that make you feel? Well, I can tell you exactly how that makes you feel. A nice silver mini gone past. There's a lovely silver mini parked outside and I own it. Anyway, distractions. Lovely. So I can tell you exactly how this will make you feel. Because when my own mum passed away, she took to the grave with her some secret subliminal messages that could have unlocked the secrets to my weird and wonderful life. And she denied me the opportunity to know the truth. And that is all around my being, my gender and everything else like that. She completely shut me down when I mentioned about it. And 
I'll be honest, it hurts. There's moments in my life that it hurts. Can I change it? No. Will I ever find the answers? No. What do I need to do? Beat the hell out of myself and live life with a complete resentment. Absolutely the opposite. Totally wrong. I accept the way things are. I will never know this stuff. Yes, it does hurt. But that is okay too. That was her right. And I have to allow her that right. And what I've seen of this particular friend who recently passed away, you know, was dealing with that kind of, the kind of resentments that we get within our, our worlds that um, we need to bury because we never know when somebody's last breath is taken. And I said at the start of this episode, I am not going to miss a moment going forwards. I'm going to be the best enable people to be the best versions of themselves. I have fun. I laugh and joke around, but I also see the serious side of things as well. I need to live to the way life is rolling on. And when all things need to be serious, all things are taken serious. When things go fun, we lark around, we prance around like a kid. There are no rules in this. You know, we grow up. I've been looking at adults there recently, right? And I'm thinking, what a sad species. And this is particularly around, we grow up, we do the innocent things like we play, we have fun. And then we become teenagers and we go through puberty and we think we are uh, rebellious beings. And then we go through our college life where we do lots of things that we might regret later on down life. And we go into adulthood where we think we are paying off all our debts and all the rest of it and think we are our superiority is far more than and then we go through life and we start generating our own kids and we become these responsible parents but we forget to have the fun in our lives and I was watching somebody the other day sat there drinking their pint in a pub and I'm going you poor sad being we find alcohol Alcohol is the thing that we have fun with. We all go to the pub and get obliterated. Have a few drinks. Yeah, no bother. We wake up the next morning, we get a hangover and we have to go back for the cure. Oh, you do. I don't. I don't drink. Yeah, but you can't have no fun if you don't drink. That's where the social scene is, really. Try walking around one told supermarket with a friend of mine the other day. We walks in through the door. He turns to the left. We walk through another door. There's the baskets on the left and on the right hand side. I'm going to give you a tour of this one now. You've got the fruit and veg. Yes, we are in Aldi's. And the super saver at that time was um, some citrus fruits. And I says to your man, I said, if you look to your right, you'll feel the right lemon. 
And of course he starts laughing. And of course we're going down the, the aisle there and we got the uh, the bakery section and we're talking about uh, using your loaf and all these weird puns and quips and things like that. And people are looking at me kind of going, who the hell is this lunatic? You think you're normal? I bet you're in your head. Here's another one. Walks in for the purpose of this exercise. I'll call him the manager of where I work. The guy who has concerns around my mental well-being. And he sits down there and I'm looking at him going, you poor bastard. He lives in, come from Dublin. Nothing against the dubs that a bomb wouldn't sort out, but I'm not saying that publicly. Um, <laughs> oh, so anyway, your man sat down there. I got distracted then. I thought there was a, an email. I thought it was actually your man. It looked like an M on uh, Apple Music. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, so talking about this, put your phone down. And... I said to your man afterwards, the meeting, he goes, you're very stressed, aren't you? And he looked at me, he goes, sorry? I goes, you're very stressed. I said, I can pick up your energy. I said, you're very, very stressed. Might need to work on that. I said, because that's bad for you. And that is the thing, is going about life. Like, we're not getting out of this alive. We're not going to get to the end of life and get a medal going, hey, you was brave. We're going to take our last breath. We're going to pass on away from our bodies and we're going to be worm food. There you go. Worm food. Unless you're cremated. I wouldn't like to eat, eat burnt me. And uh, we're passed on then. And it's the thing is, it's all about making the most of life as we are right now. How many times have you gone... Or you've seen somebody pass away and he goes, Jesus, I wish, I wish I would have said that to them. I wish I would have said that to them. Or I shouldn't have said that to them. Oh my God, I can't believe we said that. Like I said to you, one, get your ass back here. We're missing you. That's what I said. It was the last words I ever spoke to her. I should have replied with a comment of, very derogatory words. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get censored. I have to put a thing in there. Is this for over 18? Does this... Pres I use the word shite, so I couldn't give shite anyway. So yeah, this is now over 18 content. Why am I talking like that? I don't know. It's just come to my mind. Anyway. So, life. Live it in the moment. Get out of your heads. Don't be worrying about the future. Easy for you to say. You don't have three kids to look after. <laughs> I've just spent 13 years living off of absolutely jack shit. I know what poverty is like. And I'm happier today than I ever had been. Money does not buy you happiness. It buys you equipment, though. And uh, it can get all these other things as well. But uh, I've learned about the whole essence of happiness. So on about which, I'm going to conclude it there because I am talking gibberish for 30-odd minutes and I really couldn't care. This is only for the value of entertainment and as I'm now no longer talking about depressive episodes and I'm now back in the workplace, 
I found my energy levels had gone from a kind of real down in the valleys to sucking on helium. There you go. And uh, that is what life is all about. We have to live and learn. I've associated things with my past and I've realized that where I am right now is totally different to where I, I, I used to be that it doesn't have to be that way anymore, that there's a bright future going forward, that there is a way going forwards. And I've also spoke today about like appreciation of other people and realizing that no matter what we do, we can't change our past, but we, we, we can, we should never be limited to our, our possibilities going forwards. So this is what this is all about, is being the best version of you. Living your life in this moment in time. And yes, it is difficult. And yes, I am going to be doing a structured podcast going forwards. That is going to be probably more than likely, I'm not going to say the entitlement of being the best version of you. And I spoke in the last episode of closing down the Gardner Wellbeing podcast. But this needs to be random. This needs to be me sat here with my big fat arse on the chair. I'm not going to say other additions to that because it could fuel the imagination. And I don't want to be fueling your imagination anymore. Apart from a van going round with kebab meat and burgers on the back. So that must be really healthy food. So yeah. Take a sigh, take a deep breath, compose yourself. Going forwards, I'm going to be starting to record a structured episode, which is going to be separate to the Gardener Wellbeing podcast. It is going to deal with certain elements to my life, all of life's challenges and being the best version of you. I am going to continue doing the Gardener Wellbeing podcast in this random, unorganized, sporadic fashion because I can. And it's annoying to know that I can. And uh, I am not closing out on that one. As to social media, is this the same van that's just turned around? No. Yes, it is. There we go. Kebab, chicken fillets, chicken nuggets and all the rest of it on the side. Can you imagine being a driver of that van? And turning around getting going in and ordering a healthy salad. Here, have a protein bar to the hitchhiker. Would you like a chicken nugget? Why did I say that? Anyway, going forwards, yeah. Uh two podcasts gonna be on the go. Gotta be fun. Got a lot of stuff to do. Got a lot of stuff to be doing. Decided to uh, pull the plug on pulling the plug on Wild Atlantic Ways media and social media because there are people there that I really, really would have no contact with outside of this world if it wasn't for social media. Wild Atlantic Ways media is going to be my broadcasting functional page going forwards. I was going to run a competition. I have pulled the plug on that. You don't want things free? Don't blame me. So, you know, 
There are probably 2.76 listeners that listen to this podcast. I thank each and every one of you. Your gratuity checks will be in the post. On that note, I'm going to wish you well. Stay safe. Look after yourself. Keep it in the moment. I am going to say keep it in the moment. Because we're not living in for tomorrow. Love that expression. Live for tomorrow. Hey, tomorrow never comes. So your living for never comes. I'm out of here. I'm going to pull the plug. I'll leave you with that thought. Have a good one. Take care. Look after yourselves. And as always, have a nice day. And thanks. <laughs>